Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1042, air date March 1st, 2022. Hello, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Ayadure. It is uh, a little bit after 6 p.m. on Tuesday. Uh, today, we're going to be doing a science discussion from the Cytosol Open Science Institute uh, project, which many of you know uh, we have launched recently. And uh, the Open Science Institute uh, project allows everyone in the world to basically uh, use the infrastructure that we've created over the almost two decades now uh, that came out of my PhD work at MIT in infrastructure called Cytosolve. Cytosolve, which we'll, we'll do a couple of videos today. You'll understand what Cytosolve is. You'll get a practical understanding of how Cytosolve can actually help um, under, uh, support research. Um, you'll get an understanding of how Cytosolve can be used to do product development. But most importantly, we want to invite all of you to start becoming innovators, start uh, recognizing that this infrastructure, Cytosolve, that we've created took many, many decades to create is now here for all of you to um, essentially start asking uh, scientific questions and using this infrastructure to actually start coming up with answers, um, supporting it, right? Um, essentially being an agent for change. As many of you know, um, what we do here at VA Shiva is not only to provide you a scientific framework, which we call the science of systems through the Foundations of Systems course. So all of you can actually become system scientists. We've created a whole course curriculum, which you can go to truthfreedomhealth.com and learn about. I'll come back to that before the end of this. Um, but you can also not only learn how to be a critic, uh, critical about uh, understanding how systems work, be your body, uh, beat the world around you, be political systems. You can get very, very adept at doing this. But more importantly, you yourselves can start using system solutions to help change the world. And um, if you go to, let me uh, go over here. If you go to, uh, by the way, today's talk is Molecular Systems Architecture of Acute Myeloid Leukemia. And this is brought to you by Cytosolve's Open Science Institute project, as you can see right here. And uh, our slogan is science by the people for the people. So it's th through people's support and contributions, this research is possible. So if you wanna uh, support this, you can go to truthfreedomhealth.com. And when you support this research, I actually wanna support your education. So please uh, take someone, someone just said here, this is a very sad story. Someone just said, uh, AML killed my father in a matter of weeks, horrible disease. Um, uh, so anyway, yeah, it's a horrible disease and you're going to learn very soon that this is a rare disease, but it's a very deadly one, over 50% uh, death rate. So we're going to, um, learn about a article we just published in the leading journal in cancer. And we're going to talk to you about that. Those of you want to learn more about the work, uh, uh, that we do, our Institute does, VA Shiva does go to vashiva.com and at vashiva.com you'll get uh, an amazing set of uh, tools and opportunities to actually become an agent of change. So please go check it out um, over there. Let me um, begin by uh, walking you through what we're gonna cover today. As you can see, you're gonna learn this diagram really well, but we're gonna walk you through the systems architecture that Cytosolve has discovered. We worked actually with Stanford on this. Stanford actually, um, uh, came to us and believe it or not, many, many universities come to Cytosolve because we can do the work of probably 20 or 30 PhD or uh, postdocs because of the technology. But we're, what you're seeing here um, is the, the architecture that we have discovered uh, by bringing, by taking a systems approach, by bringing together um, uh, the disparate work that's been done in science. So what you see here is, here's the AML cell over here which we're gonna talk about. The AML sur cell survives by three different processes, what's called cell proliferation. This is the disease layer through cell survival and inhibition of apoptosis. Apoptosis is a big, big word if you wanna write it down, which means cell death, 
So remember, a cancer cell doesn't die. So um, it learns how to evade apoptosis. So um, it survives by inhibition of cell death. And then the third way that the AML cell survives is by suppressing your own immune system. And these are all the molecular pathways we've integrated and put together to understand these processes. And each one of these molecular systems, you notice there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight major subsystems, each composed of different molecular pathways, which are taking place in your different cells, what are called your stromal cells. These stromal cells um, are hijacked in many ways, or what we call the microenvironment that is used by the cancer cell to support cell proliferation, cell survival, and immunosuppression, okay? So you can see it's a very complex system. And the technology Cytosolve and our systems approach has helped uncover this. And the same systems approach we can use to uncover many, many other things, including how your body functions. So um, before I go, as people are joining, I wanna encourage everyone to recognize that um, I wanna encourage all of you to take a systems approach to everything you wanna do in life. So if you go to truthfreedomhealth.com, you can learn that. Um, I'm gonna play a quick video, hopefully to inspire you about why uh, we need to take a journey to systems. And this is my own personal journey. Here we go. Welcome to VA Shiva. VA Shiva is a product of my journey across East and West, science and tradition, ancient and modern, that brings you the science of systems so you can become a force for truth, freedom, health. VA Shiva is a platform of revolutionary education, community building, and weaponry for unleashing local activism. My journey to VA Shiva begins in the chaos of Bombay, where I experienced diverse religions, languages, castes, and in a small village that had no running water, no electricity, where my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practiced Siddha, an ancient system of Indian medicine over 10,000 years old. She observed one's face, the art of Samudrika Lakshanam, to understand a body's unique constitution, allowing her to deliver the right medicine for the right person at the right time. Watching my grandmother heal others, I was inspired to study medicine, but I was also aware of the corrupt caste system of India, which denigrated a human being, where my family were considered low caste untouchables, where one's birth determined one's destiny. The grit and determination of my mother and father led them to get educated and to come to America, a one in a trillion event. Their actions inspired me to work hard and excel. While in ninth grade, I attended New York University in a computer science program and subsequently at the age of 14 was given a full-time job as a research fellow at what is now known as Rutgers Medical School in the heart of Newark, New Jersey. There I investigated the system of sleep using mathematics, computer science and biology for sudden infant death syndrome. It was there in Newark where I invented email when I was the first to convert every feature of the physical paper-based inner office mail system, including inbox, outbox, memo, carbon copy, blind carbon copy, attachments, into its electronic equivalent, a system which I named email, a term that I was the first to coin. On August 30th, 1982, I was awarded the first US copyright for the invention of this system, recognizing me as the inventor of email. At that time, copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I went on to MIT where I earned four degrees across multiple systems of engineering, electrical, mechanical, design, biological. That training led me to invent many other systems for advancing humankind. Echomail, the world's first intelligent email management system. Cytosol, a computational biology system for eliminating animal testing to discover new medicines faster, cheaper, and safer. And to the creation of a whole systems methodology for certifying clean food. These innovations led me back on a Fulbright to India, where I discovered the missing link between Eastern medicine and Western systems theory, honoring my grandmother to develop your body, your system, a powerful tool that will help you understand how your body is a system and how the inputs of food, supplements and exercise bring your body back to its natural system state and systems health an integrative educational discipline that is now integrated into the VA Shiva platform that will enable you to learn the science of systems, the science of everything, be it your body as a system or our society and politics as a system to reveal the foundational interrelationships between truth, freedom, health. 
Now is the time for you to be the light, learn the science of systems, build community and weaponize yourself to unleash the activism necessary to deliver truth, freedom, health in your local community. Welcome to VA Shiva. All right, so let's go back to our discussion today. We're going to take a systems approach uh, to share with you the recent paper we just published in the January 2022 issue of the uh, acclaimed journal called Cancers. It took us about, I would say, two years to get the paper published. Um, as you can imagine, when you're uh, doing this and you're not part of the academic establishment, it takes a lot more effort to get papers published. But we did get it published in one of the leading journals. We're going to walk you through that. So you're going to learn a lot today on um, the molecular systems architecture of acute uh, leukemia. You're going to, before the end of this discussion is clear, to those of you who are listening on our podcast, I'll try to describe visually, but you're going to learn how the different cells in your body get hijacked by what's called the AML cell um, to basically hijack your own system so the AML cell gets to support itself through three major processes, what's called cell proliferation, where it, it essentially proliferates itself through cell survival, where it survives by ensuring it never dies and by suppressing your own immune system. OK, so that's what we're going to learn um, shortly. But in order to get there, we got to build this up. By the way, this is the journal Cancers. Um, the um, it's, it's a journal that publishes, publishes you know, uh, scientific articles on what's going on in the field of cancer. So uh, that's what the journal does. Let me go back here. And you will see that this is a paper we just published. You can see the article. It says, Molecular Systems Architecture of Interactome in the Acute Myeloid Leukemia Microenvironment. So key things, let me zoom in. It's the systems architecture. Systems architecture is literally a blueprint of the disease. The interactome is literally all the integrated molecular pathways. And AML is a disease. And we're looking at the microenvironment. What the microenvironment means is you're, you have the cancer cell and you have all this other stuff around it. And this other stuff, the microenvironment, supports the cancer cell. Um, but you can see I was the lead author with my colleague, Dr. Dunaker, Kevin uh, McClure, and Dr. Sakamoto, who's a professor out of Stanford. Okay. So uh, anyway, we want to thank our colleagues at Stanford University. Uh, it was a pleasure working with them. So let's go right into this. So what, what, what are you going to learn? First, you're going to learn uh, what is AML. You're going to learn what is acute myeloid leukemia. Um, you're going to also learn uh, the systematic bioinformatics methodology that, that we use to uh, apply this, the cytosol methodology. We're going to talk about the interactome of all the different biomolecular pathways in AML. And then we're going to look at the interactions between the different cells in AML in the microenvironment. And then um, why this architecture that we discovered is a breakthrough for science. We want to share that so you can share that with your friends. Uh, before I begin, some of you may already know what is Cytosolv and some of you may not. But Cytosolv is literally an architecture. Thank you to Online Call. Uh, someone just donated us $10 to our Open Science Institute. And by the way, the research that we do here is funded by the people, for the people. We're not um, waiting for, you know, the Fauci's of the world to fund us. We go direct because of Cytosol. But Cytosol, as you can see here, is a technology framework that helps us model very complex diseases, understand scientific questions. So you can also ask very probing questions. But we're literally taking, you know, in any field, in this case, we looked at all the papers in AML, we funnel them through a process of figuring out um, which ones had molecular mechanisms. Then we created the molecular systems architecture. And then we are in a position now to actually model it. But today we're going to talk about the architecture we created. And as some of you may know, I've talked about the fact that Cytosol really came out of my efforts nearly about 19 years ago uh, when I started my PhD on this to understand the way that drug development works is really, really sort of a medieval stone age model. They can't, they only can work on a single drug compound. They spent about five years in test tubes and killing a lot of 
animals, which I don't think is necessary. And then they go do clinical trials. This takes about 13 years and only 20% of the stuff ever even comes out of here that makes it through phase one. And this is why pharma companies have been, um, a lot of people don't know this, pharma companies over the last many, many years, they're not getting new drugs approved, even though they spend more and more money. This is why the jab is so important to them. Pharma needs the jab. You see, because the jab um, was done so you don't have to go through testing and you can't sue pharma companies. So the entire pharmaceutical uh, industry saved itself from this process by just going to, a, by shifting the goalpost. But anyway, Cytosol is a very powerful technology which allows us to, uh, in a revolutionary way, do uh, development and discovery of medicine. So here's a little bit of background on Cytosol. Who would have ever thought someone like me would invent email and create Cytosol to revolutionize health for personalized and precision medicine, a system for delivering the right medicine for the right person at the right time. I was born a low caste untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression and racism. As a child, I observed my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practice Siddha, India's oldest system of medicine, to heal local villagers by observing their face, to know their unique constitution, to deliver a unique combination of foods, healing herbs and massage. The caste system and her abilities to heal inspired me to understand the interconnectedness of all life. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, technologist and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. As a 14 year old, I began working as a full-time research fellow at Rutgers Medical School to unravel the mysteries of sudden infant death syndrome, SIDS, and created the world's first email system long before I ever heard of MIT. IT. As I traverse academia over the next three decades, I observe self-serving academics, never solving real problems, writing grant after grant, competing for tenure while diminishing real science and real scientists, pushing a reductionist science to destroy the scientific method. Like the blind men who never saw the whole elephant, but the parts, they delivered a dismembered view of reality. I observe Big Pharma use such reductionism, wasting billions year after year to fund research in test tubes, killing animals, and using the poor as guinea pigs for clinical testing to create products that even the FDA no longer allowed. Not only Big Pharma practice this reductionism, but also the elites of Big Vitamin, Big Green and Big New Age, with gurus and yogis, empowered by Hollywood celebrities, selling one supplement after another based on a cherry-picked science. All that changed in 2003, when the Human Genome Project ended, revealing that humans have the same number of genes, about 20,000 as that of a worm, giving rise to a systems biology. We realized that one-size-fits-all medicine was a failure. We realized their medicines were killing us, making today's generation's lifespan shorter than any previous generation. Obesity, heart disease, deaths from adverse reaction to drugs, confusion on what diet, what supplements, and who to believe is what they have delivered you. They push natural and organic products for your beauty and wellness, while their real solution is their plastic surgeons and Botox. We've been sold out. It's time for real science, a system science that interconnects the parts to discover truth, to know what really works, to get the health we need and deserve. This is why I created Cytosol. Cytosol is about truth, freedom, and health versus power, profit, and control. Cytosol is a revolutionary technology integrating bioinformatics, computational biology, mathematical modeling, decentralization to reveal the truth. Cytosol computes trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions to discover what actually works based on the actual science. No reductionism, no cherry picking. Cytosol's predictive modeling has been proven accurate time and time again, matching laboratory results. Cytosol discovers synergistic combinations of compounds to maximize health and reduce toxicity. For example, we know curcumin from turmeric and resveratrol from red grapes alleviate inflammation. But how much should we combine? Current methods are hand-waving at best. Here, with Cytosol, we first model the control condition with no curcumin and no resveratrol to simulate high inflammation with the cytokine level at 0.15 micromolar. Next, we add just 5 micromolars of curcumin. The inflammation drops to 0.05. Next, we use 5 micromolars of resveratrol and the inflammation drops from 0.15 to 0.06. But when we combine curcumin and resveratrol of 3 micromolars of curcumin and 2 micromolars of resveratrol, inflammation drops from 0.15 to 0.03, far lower, nearly 200% less than just one compound alone. That's the synergy principle of system science. We've all had enough of their fake and reductionist science. They think we'll simply keep buying their marketing, their celebrities, and their products that can never truly heal us. We don't need them. Great things come when we integrate the best of things. It's our time. It's 
time we've delivered solutions for ourselves. It's time for truth, freedom, and health. It's time for Cytosolve. Welcome. Okay, Finn wants us to go to the lecture, which we will. So that's the background on Cytosol. So let's jump right into what is acute myeloid leukemia. Uh, to those of you joining, we're doing our uh, one of our open systems, uh, open science institute uh, results. Uh, because of all people's support um, over the last many years, we've been able to uh, do this research. So we want to thank you. So let's go right to acute myeloid leukemia. So what is it? First of all, a quick overview. Uh, it's a cancer of the cells. So you have cells that would normally develop into different types of blood cells, okay? So think about it this way. Um, there's a whole research we'll do, uh, or presentation we'll do on stem cells. So you have a whole bunch of cells that are going to become different types of blood cells. And what happens here is that this cancer starts in the bone marrow because that's where your red blood cells are produced. And then it moves uh, into the blood. And there's 20,050 new cases of AML every year in the United States. And as you can see, um, 11,540 deaths come from AML. So we want to thank uh, Beth uh, to support the Open Science Institute. Thanks, Beth Blavine. Um, so again, this research was just published in the leading journal Cancers. But this, um, uh, this uh, the results in this uh, uh, results in 11,540 deaths from AML in the United States. That's in the U.S. alone. And that count, accounts for a rare type of cancer, but it's deadly. Uh, but the total number of people that get this cancer is only about 1%. So 1% of people get this cancer, but guess what? Um, it has a death rate of unfortunately 50%, okay? So let's go right into this now. How do you get AML, okay? So I'm sure everyone's wondering about this. How, does, how do people get AML? So there's a couple of different sets of risk factors. One is it's age and sex. It's prevalent in adult males. Smoking is one of the big things. Long-term exposure to chemicals, benzene, which is a carcinogen, formaldehyde, chemotherapeutic drugs. So think about this, chemotherapy leads to AML. So benzene, formaldehyde, chemotherapeutic drugs. Exposure to radiation, okay? These are the risk factors of AML, but there's others. Family history, um, exposure to electromagnetic fields, workplace exposure to diesel, gasoline, and certain other chemicals and solvents, and exposure to herbicides and pesticides, okay? Um, Michael says here that one of my brothers died of leukemia in 1979 at 21 years old. Sorry to hear about that, Michael. Um, all right. So... These are the different risk factors. Again, let me review that. If you go here, age and sex, prevalent in adult males, smoking, long-term exposure to chemicals, benzene, formaldehyde, chemotherapeutic drugs, exposure to radiation, sometimes it's family history, exposure to electromagnetic fields, workplace exposure to diesel, gas, gasoline, and other solvents, and obviously uh, exposure to herbicides and pesticides. So those are all documented. So you don't have to be a health nut um, to believe in this, uh, this is what's been documented that we uncovered. There are a bunch of gene mutations that our paper uncovered that we've itemized here. So there are four types of gene mutations that are observed in AML. And you can see the four columns here. Class one genes affect what's called signal transduction. That's signaling communications between the cells, okay? And as you, as you can see, there are FLT3, KIT, NRAS, KRAS, JAK2, PTPN11. Those are the class one genes. And there's about six genes there that get affected that uh, the mutations lead to AML. Class two genes are in involved in the function of differentiation when your cells actually differentiate into different kinds of cells. And you can see RUNX1, CBF alpha, CB. P-alpha, NPM1, PU1, MLLL, and RAR-alpha, okay? Again, you don't need to memorize any of this, but I just want to let you know there's a whole bunch of other genes that control differentiation of cells. And when they go RE, you get um, mutations observed in AML. 
Next is class three genes, epigenetic regulation, which is fascinating. Remember, I've talked about this before. Epigenetics is based on what you do in the world, what you're exposed to. There are certain genes which get affected by that. And these are TET2, IDH1, IDH2, DNMT3A, ASXL1, EZH2, cohesin, and MPM1. So these are the genes that affect these epigenetic regulation. And there are two other, uh, there are a bunch of genes involved in the other genes category. One is tumor suppression genes, WT1 and TP53. There are genes that your body has, believe it or not, to suppress tumors. And when those genes are mutated, you also uh, are open to getting AML. And then oncogenes, PML, RAR-A, FLT3, ITT, AML, ETO, and CBFBMYH11. So these are the gene mutations observed in AML. So this is from the genetic standpoint, okay? And again, uh, to those of you joining us, we are sharing with everyone the results of our breakthrough research that was just published in the leading journal, Cancers. And this is part of the Cytosolve Open Science Project. This is science by the people, for the people. We didn't take money from the government for this. We didn't take money from universities. This research was supported by you. High-end, world-class research brought to you uh, for the people, by the people, okay? And those of you, if you want to support it, go to truthfreedomhealth.com and support the efforts. So now, how did we, uh, what was the process we did to identify these genes and the research I'm going to walk you through? Well, we use the Cytosolve bioinformatics process. So let me walk you through that, okay? Um, and some of you are commenting on MV25. So the technology that we used, that we use as the infrastructure for the Open Science Project allows us to look at all the little pieces of knowledge that are out there, organize it, extract out the molecular pathways and figure things out. You see the problem in academic research is people work in their little cubby holes and they don't want to work together because Everyone wants to win the Nobel Prize. So they don't want to work together because they don't want to hide their research or get their government grants. Um, but the approach that we take is we're, we collaborate. We've created what we call a collaboratory. We can bring this research together. Some of you may know on a very practical way, several years ago, we used Cytosolve to actually discover a very powerful uh, combination of ingredients to lower inflammation and pain. Uh, we had been helping many, many companies for many years doing research, but MV25 was a product that came out of that. And I'm, if you want to know more about it, you can go to our shop and I'll talk to you about this. But I'll, let, me, let me just play a quick video here that'll let you understand that beyond just doing research. And again, I want all of you to start brainstorming because with this infrastructure, we can take a complex disease, mathematically model it like we're doing, like we just did with AML, look at all different ingredients out there. And without killing animals, figures out, figure out what works. And this will give you an idea of practically what we can do. And here's MV25, a product that we created using this technology. Millions of people suffer every day from painful discomfort and swelling. But most pain medications come with harsh side effects. And many alternative supplements have little scientific backing. That's why we at Cytosolve created MV25. MV25 was formulated using the Cytosolve Computational Systems Biology Platform, a technology for precision and personalized health invented by Dr. Shiva during his doctoral research at MIT. This formulation is the result of computing trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions derived from thousands of peer-reviewed scientific papers published across four decades by 68 research institutions to discover an optimal synergy of compounds that downregulate biomarkers of discomfort and normal swelling. I am Barbara Ann. My hands would cramp up so that I couldn't hold cards or knit or crochet. And they would go like that. Not have to use this when I played cards with my grandkids. And I started taking that MV25. After a bit, I was able to hold cards in my hand. Very, very little cramping, hardly at all anymore. MV25. Hi, 
Hi, my name is Sandy. I'm a Taekwondo instructor. I tore my ACL during Taekwondo. I had a lot of pain and limited mobility. I've been taking the MV25 for about six months now. After the first week, I noticed a big difference. After the second week, almost literally no pain. My name is Jeremy and I suffer from a lower back problem. Hurt my back at work years ago and I can go to the chiropractor, do all kinds of different things and nothing seems to help. And I decided to try MV25. I didn't notice a difference immediately, but within a few days, the pain went away and it stayed away. I've continued to take it. And even when I do things that I shouldn't do, it seems to go away a lot quicker than it ever did before. MV25 is certified clean, 100% non-GMO, made in America and GMP certified for good manufacturing practices. MV25 is Cytosolve optimized which means that this formula has been engineered to maximize benefits while minimizing toxicity based on current research curated by Cytosolve. As the science advances, so will this formulation. This is our promise. Order online at mv25.life. Consult your doctor before taking any supplement or medication and use as directed. MV25. All right, so you guys, if you want to know more about MV25, just go to vashiva.com. Uh, a couple of people are texting me. Just go there and you can find it there. And you'll understand that, as I mentioned, our entire thing is we've optimized this by executing trillions of molecular pathway reactions. And one of our promises is that as the science improves, we're going to keep reformulating this. Uh, it's certified clean, made in USA. And you can go right to the shop right here. And if you click on this, uh, it'll take you to here and then you click on this and you can get it there. Okay, so let's talk about how we uh, did this analysis on AML. We literally uh, did what's called a bioinformatics review. This is what Cytosolve allows us to do, where we create a list of the medical subheadings, keywords to optimize the recall of the literature. And then we searched and we retrieved all the relevant peer-reviewed articles out there published between January of 1980 to June of 2021. So that's over... Uh, nearly, what, 41 years. So we looked at every paper that's out there, and then we screened the titles and the abstract, and then we performed a full-length review of the final set using domain experts. So if you look at this, these are some of the keywords that we used, right? Human acute uh, amyloid, right? Human acute... Uh, so there's nearly 12 different subject headings, but these are all the possible, um, sort of from an AI standpoint, the uh, typical keywords that could be out there for acute myeloid leukemia. And then you can see we identified out of all of those thousands of literature, 602 that were relevant, we removed duplicates, and then we found eligible 529 of those articles and we excluded 276. Out of these, uh, the studies included anything having to do with, uh, you know, the subsystems of uh, AML, okay? So let's look at the molecular systems architecture here, what we discovered. What we discovered here that you can see, and to those of you listening on podcasts, I will, I will try to explain this. There are really a four types of cells in the AML microenvironment. What do I mean by microenvironment? So think about here's a cancer cell. Let's say it's, it's in the center, and it's surrounded by a bunch of other uh, cells, okay, and structures. That's called the microenvironment. So remember, the cancer cell doesn't exist on its own. It can't survive on its own. It needs its microenvironment. Now, in the case of AML, there are four cells that it recruits or it hijacks to support itself. One of them is called immune cells, okay? And I've talked about some of those, but these are the cells that support your immune system. The second is stromal cells, and we'll walk you through those. So if you look at the immune cells, by the way, you have dendritic cells, these are um, in the bone marrow. You have Th1 cells, Th17, NK natural killer cells, TFFs, TFF cells, and Treg cells. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Six different kinds of immune cells are involved. Then you have stromal cells. What are stromal cells? Well, those are the cells that are you know, involved in, 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 in the stroma, okay? Fibroblasts, MSC, blood vessels, endothelial, and what's called uh, the BMSC cells here, okay? Uh, oops, I'm not showing it. Sorry about that. Let me go back. Uh, so 
I, I was just sharing this with you, okay? So these are the immune cells over here. These are the stromal cells, fibroblasts, MSCs, blood vessels, BMCs, endothelial cells. These are the cells that line your blood vessels, like your arteries. So there's four different kinds of cells here. Then you have the cancer cells, okay? Um, which are, this is actually the AML cell itself and the MDSE cells up here, okay? As well as the quiescent HSE cells. So one, two, three different types of cancer cells. And then you have the bone cells down here, the osteoclasts and the osteoblasts, osteo in reference to bone, okay? So you got four different cell types. And that's what I want you to think about, stuff in the marrow, immune cells, cancer cells, and stromal cells. So it's literally... It's a community, it's a system of a bunch of cells that work together that the AML cell right here is using to protect itself. So what does the AML cell do? As you can see with this little red arrow, it suppresses the immune system. That's one way it works. Next thing is it, it uses the stromal cells for cell proliferation and to stop itself from dying and then it also evades, it evades the immune system using MDSEs, okay? And that's how this all works, okay? Now, what we discovered here is after many, many years using Cytosolve, this is one of the heart of the papers we literally discovered, and you, you don't need to, again, learn this. We're going to walk you through this. This is what's called the molecular systems architecture. So imagine that you know, you're building a home. You're building a home, you have all the different rooms, you create the blueprints, how the wiring is gonna be, how the electricity is gonna run, how the plumbing is gonna run. That's the architecture of your home. Well, think about what we're trying to do. We are showing up as scientists after the fact, and we are looking at different pieces in a, and what we do from a systems approach at Cytosol is we're finding all those pieces and it's almost we're reverse engineering how nature did this. And what, this is what we found. So we put all those pieces together with all this painstaking work. This is what um, we published that we have figured out the molecular systems architecture of all the pieces as we know now that are involved in AML. So think about how valuable this is. Knowing the molecular systems architecture of AML produced by the Cytosol Open Science Institute project, we're now able to take this this architecture, and then we can now use it to figure out, okay, if I take this medicine, what will it do? If I take this medicine without having to kill animals, but we get the blueprint, the map, okay? Without this map, this is the way science is working right now. They try this, and then they try that, and they try this, and they take a lot of government funding to just sort of shoot in the dark. But now we have a map, and what we've done is we have published this map. We didn't keep it secretive just to ours, to, to ourselves. We published it so we can allow other research to use this map to accelerate scientific discovery. This is what the Cytosolve Open Science Institute project is all about. We're going to, you know, directly allow everyone out there to support us. And then we go do science versus the government taking your tax dollars. Then it goes to some NIH or NSF and they support their buddies in academia and it takes 10, 20 years. And there's really no incentive for them to solve anything because many of those people are like this with big pharma where there's really not an intention to even try, let's say, combinations of natural products. But with Cytosolve, with the map that we've just discovered, it helps us do this. So I'm going to walk you now through this map step by step, okay? Someone said, uh, without torturing animals. Yes, that's one of our goals. So let's walk through this, okay? Um, what is this? So what you see here is, in the center here, this purple is the cancer cell. Around it, all of these other cells are the microenvironment. So anything in white are the immune cells, okay, that are involved um, in the microenvironment, okay, uh, by and large, okay? And some of them, like the Th17, NK, and 17, okay? The fibroblasts and the adipocytes are part of the stromal cells, okay? But by and large, most of the white ones um, are the the immune cells. So let's walk through this. I'm going to walk you through pieces. So here is the cancer cell. Here's the endothelial cell. Here are fibroblasts. Here's an immune cell. So all, everything in here, I'm sorry, is the immune system right here. This is a bone cell. This is fat over here. 
Over here is your bone marrow and stromal cells. These are MDSCs, okay? And we'll come back to those, but those are the major cells that are involved here, okay? So now let's go to the one of the subsystems. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna look at the interactions of a, some of these cells in a little more microscopic way. So now we're gonna look at three types of cells, the stromal cells, the cancer cells, and the bone cells. Again, here is a cancer cell. The bone cells are over here. And the stromal cells, there's a class of cells there, the mesenchymal, the bone marrow, and the endothelial, okay? Now, what's interesting is these signaling promotes metastasis, which is uh, of cancer, by increased cell survival and pro proliferation and increased vascularization. What do I mean by that? Think about a cancer cell invades your body and, and it literally lays down its own blood supply. That's called vascularization. So what we're showing here, and, and hopefully everyone can track this, which I, uh, I'm trying to do here to help everyone understand this and you can explain it to others. Angiogenesis, a big word down in this lower left corner, means, and you can, if you wanna write this down, angiogenesis is a term used to mean when a cancer cell literally lays down um, highways within your body so it can uh, sustain itself through getting blood to the cancer cell. That's called vasculariz vascularization, but angiogenesis is a process how a cancer cell invades your body to support itself by basically hijacking your body's blood supply, okay? So that's angiogenesis. And what you can see here is that the endothelial cell supports angiogenesis, and all of these cells support cell survival and proliferation of the cancer cell, which is in the middle. So this cancer cell uses your other cells to support angiogenesis, which is increased vascularization, as well as to proliferate itself, okay? So that's one of the discoveries that came out of our, out of our work. The next thing is, and by the way, that's done through this process called CXCR4, CXCL2, signaling. This signaling process, you can see right here, the stromal cells and the your bone cells use CXCL2 signaling to have the cancer cell through a series of processes support its cell proliferation um, and survival, okay? And once this occurs, this H1F1 signaling through this process enables the endothelial cells to do angiogenesis. And you can also see through this process, if you follow this line through CXCL12 signaling, it supports the bone marrow cell. So all these things are interconnected. This is why we need to take a systems approach because you can see how one thing affects another. They're all intimately connected. But the major takeaway is that there's one type of signaling that the cancer cell is able to lay down its pipeline, okay? The next thing that you're seeing here is TGF beta signaling. If you go, just go on Google and search for TGF beta, you'll see that this cytokine, it's a signaling molecule, has a lot of deleterious effects. So let me go over here and you can see here, and there's two types of cells involved here, the stromal cells, the bone, and the endothelial again. These are, endothelial cells are the things that layer your arteries. For example, bone marrow cells are obviously in your bone marrow. And again here, these cells work through TGF-beta signaling. So here's TGF-beta. It comes in here and here. And through the TGF-beta signaling, it then goes up here and supports the endothelium. But TGF-beta signals, again, to support angiogenesis as well as cell survival and proliferation. Another aspect here is the cells that are involved in your bone, your cancer cells, and the immune cells. Again, here's a bone cell. It works with your bone cells right here. And through this other signaling, RANKL, R-A-N-K-L, to suppress your immune system through your NK cells. And then it also works directly to support cell survival and proliferation of the cancer cells, okay? Now, this is very interesting. If you think about fat, okay? So if you think about fat, what you're seeing is here's a fat cell. And this is what I want you to think about here. Here's a cancer cell here. And the fat cells produce something called FFA, free fatty acids. And they are literally fueling the cancer cell. So the big takeaway here is here's a fat cell. 
here's a cancer cell. The adipocytes, which are type of stromal cell, fuel your cancer cell. And this interaction promotes cancer cell survival, hijacking the adipose tissue to provide free fatty acids. So here's your cancer cell. It hijacks your fat cells and the fat cells create FFA, which fuels the cancer cell. So this is this very nice vicious process that the cancer cell is using for its own survival, okay? So it literally hijacks. Key takeaway is cancer hijacks your fat cells to produce free chain fatty acids, all right? Okay, there we go. Let's go to another example here. And look what happens here. The, again, stromal cells, cancer cells, and immune cells are involved. And this is how cancer cells actually suppress your own immune system. So cancer works by its own survival. Remember, if your immune system's working solidly, you prevent cancer. That's a big takeaway. But what cancer does, it suppresses your immune system. Well, how is it doing that? So let's go over here and look at this process. So here is the MDSCs, which are part of the cancer cells, okay? MDSCs. Here are your different immune system cells. T cells, monocytes, natural killer cells called NK cells, and TEFF cells. The red lines mean suppression, okay? So if you follow this red line back, so for example, the TEFF cells, they're being inhib inhibited right here by the IDO production within the cancer cell. So IDO production suppresses the TEFF cells. IDO production suppresses your natural killer cells. IDO production suppresses through this process of ROS, which is reactive oxygen species, the T cells. And what's happening here is the IDO cells proliferate the M2 cells through arginase, okay? So they're suppressing that. Coming over here from your myoblast, you have two cancer cells involved, the MDSCs and the myoblast. The myoblast through arginase suppress your monocytes. And then also your T cells are getting downregulated from the arginase here, from the IDO here, and from the ROS here. So your T cells get destroyed pretty big. Remember the T cells, as we've talked about in other lectures, are very, very important to your immune system. Remember when people get quote unquote AIDS, it's a suppression of the T cells. So if your immune system's weak, you're gonna get quote unquote AIDS, okay? Which is when your T cell counts drop to a very, very low amount. So again, you're seeing, to those of you joining us, we have literally mapped out the molecular pathways of AML. This is a breakthrough paper we just recently published from the Cytosol Open Science Institute, okay? The next thing I wanna show here is IFN alpha. In many of the lectures I've shared with you for the last two to three years, I've talked about the immune system. I've shared with you a very important chemical or a cytokine call, called interferon alpha. Interferon alpha is extremely important to support your immune system, okay? And what you're gonna see here is that um, when you have interferon alpha, you can actually suppress the survival of the cancer cell. So that's one of the findings we came up with. So here is what you see, the cancer cell right here, okay? Here are the natural killer cells and the dendritic cells and the T cells, part of your immune system, these three boxes here. And what you're seeing here is that IFN alpha, when you have proper amounts of these, guess what it does? It activates your NK cell and the NK cell, follow this red line, stops the cell survival and proliferation of the cancer cell. Similarly, if you look at the IFN alpha and you follow this wiring diagram, it activates the T cell, which then stops the cell survival and proliferation of the cancer cell. Similarly, if you have INF alpha here, it activates the dendritic cells, which stop cell survival and proliferation. More importantly, IFN alpha literally works through the IFN alpha receptor right in the cancer cell it results in fast cell signaling, which also stops the cell survival and, and proliferation. Um, I've talked about before, there are certain nutrients like glutathione, right? Uh, food is very, very important, proper food to support your interferon alpha system. So one key takeaway from this research is that interferon alpha is very powerful in suppressing the survival and proliferation of cancer cells, all right? Interferon alpha. 
Then I want to talk about the fact that the myoblast uses it. Um, it actually can promote the cancer cell survival by a couple of other mechanisms. It uses the ability to knock out your dendritic cells growth. The and this leads to the. Uh, uh, and by the way, sorry. Uh, this leads to knocking this out, which leads to IDOs formation production, which suppresses your T cells and your monocytes. See how this cascade happens? Cancer cell screws up your dendritic cells. Your dendritic cells go and screw up your T cells and your monocytes. These then knock out your TFF cells. And then the unfortunate reality is that uh, these also knock out your Treg cells, which, and when you knock this out, so basically your entire immune system, all these white one, two, three, four, five, six cells are involved in your immune system. And this cancer cell attacks all five subsystems. And it also keeps proliferating. So think about what it's doing. It is lowering your immune system and it's expanding itself. And that's what this shows. And then the last piece here, I think it's the next to last piece. Yeah, the, the last piece here is how um, another way that the myoblast creates PDL1 which literally stops tumor suppression in your own immune cells. And it produces galactin-9, which kills one of your own um, immune cells. So, so the myoblast, this is a cancer cell in purple, attacks your own cells, so your, uh, your own immune cells right here. So your own immune cells don't even stop cancer anymore or tumor formation. And it also knocks out your Th1 cells right here and they kill themselves, which means they lead to apoptosis. Again, a big word, apoptosis means cell death. So the cancer cell uh, basically makes your own immune cell commit suicide. And that's how you get immune suppression. So going back to what I talked about, you know, you can rewatch this video. So we've shown you all the different subsystems that we've discovered from taking a systems approach. And now we're going to put it all together. So what we find when we put it all together, here's the systems architecture. Here are the fibroblasts. And if you look at this, the fibroblasts have, are involved in collagen synthesis and TGF-beta signaling. And when this gets affected, you get cell proliferation. The MSC cells are involved in CXCR12 and IL-8 signaling. And that affects cell proliferation, well as cell survival, okay? And the endothelial cells affect these three subsystems, which affect the pro proliferation of the cancer cell, as well as the ability for the cancer cell to survive. The BMSCs here affect CXCR12 signaling, as well as the adipocyte signaling here. And these all contribute to, again, cell proliferation and, and cell survival of the cancer cell. And again, you can see the bone cells here. They're supporting both, the, both these systems on left side, as well as immunosuppression. And then you have the MDSCs and your immune cells, which are getting hijacked, which suppresses the immune system. The key takeaway is the bottom layer here is the anatomy of all the different cells that are getting involved in um, AML. This is why it's such a deadly disease, because see, it's affecting all these cells. So even though 1% of people get it, unfortunately, when people get it, it's 50% um, survival rate only. 16 molecular systems are involved. All of these, and these molecular systems affect three different disease progression mechanisms. So this is what we call it an architecture, okay? So I hope that's clear. We've identified all the different cells. We've, we've identified all the molecular systems and how these 16 molecular systems affect three different disease mechanisms. And what you're seeing here is that when you suppress the immune system, when you stop the, the cancer cell from dying, and then you support cell proliferation. It's a great environment for cancer to come, ar come around, okay? So the key takeaways, the significance of this research is that what we have created here is a blueprint for understanding the complex interactions occurring in the AML microenvironment, right? All those other cells. This now enables us to identify targets, okay? Why is this important? So those of you who wanna support, support this research, now that we have the map, we could actually start looking at all the different compounds in nature, let's say. Imagine itemizing all those compounds, and we could say, oh, this compound may go here. 
Like we're literally finding out all this molecular pathway is like all the different doors. We can find out, oh, will this key go here into this lock? Will this key go here? And that's what Cytosol can do now. This is what's so significant. With this map, we can start testing all different ingredients in nature. Okay? That's called target identification. Okay? Pharma companies will give you billions of dollars if you identify a target. Okay? And they don't, and the NIH always keeps us contained. But with our Open Science Institute, think about what we can do now. We're going to start mapping out all the ingredients just like we did with MV25 and start testing them on the computer. We can do this faster and cheaper and uh, better. Okay. So we've taken a systems view of AML to understand off target, also adverse interactions, right? So we can now use this saying, okay, if you give this drug, what will be the side effects long before we spend all that money and time in test tubes and killing animals? We can do it using this map that Cytosolve has discovered, okay? And it's a much better development paradigm that can have minimums, minimum, minimize side effects and maximize efficacy. So think about the revolution that all of you can be part of. We've mapped this pathway out. And by the way, we all of this was done through your support for maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars, if that. Stanford and all these other um, major institutions, they take in billions of dollars in NIH funding billions. But we did this at a fraction of the cost. This is why, you know, I have that ticker running before. It's time that everyone recognize that you can start supporting Cytosolve Open Science Projects. If you go to vashiva.com, scroll down, you'll see the Cytosolve Open Science Institute. Go support research. And you can even come to me at vashiva at vashiva.com and say, hey, look, I would like you guys to do research on this. I'm willing to go do crowdfunding to support it, and we'll go do it but we can do this at a fraction of the cost, okay? So that's the other piece. The final thing is this has been published. So this is what we're proud of because typically you have a lot of grifters on the internet talking all sorts of stuff, right? But they can't really do anything, you know, and get actually do the research and get it published. What's important here is we've actually gotten it published. It took us quite a bit of time, but this is now published in one of the leading journals in cancers. And we got... Um, Stanford even as a part of this, okay? So we've really, uh, if you believe in the establishment scientific institutions, even they have put their seal of approval on our research. So that's what's so powerful about this. It's not some fringe research, but we have literally mapped out all the molecular pathways of AML and it's ready. Um, so what I wanna ask all of you to do is support the Open Science Institute. And let me um, give a couple of ways you guys can do that. I think I can do that here. Let me go to create a new window. And go to VA. Yeah, so if you want to, if you want to follow along with me, but I'll do it right here. If you go to vashiva.com, okay? I think I have it here. Yeah. So if I go to vashiva.com, I'm going to stop sharing the screen with you. And let me share this. If you go here, this is our, um, oops, that's not what I wanted to share. Sorry about that. Share my other screen. Window, I wanna go Chrome tab, yeah. So if I wanna share our website, so if you go to the website here and you scroll down, you can see that we have a video on Journey to Systems, Truth from Health, but we have launched this Open Science Institute. You can literally go here, you can contribute whatever you want. You can contribute overall to the Institute, you can contribute to a particular area of research. Like we just launched this. So you can say, hey, I want to contribute to leukemia research. And you can literally go here and you can donate $1. You can donate no money. You can just see what we're doing here. Uh, it's up to you. But we've created a way because a lot of people have been saying, oh, Dr. Shiva, we want to donate. So if you click on the contribute button here, you can literally go here. And if you want to give $1, $2, $100, whatever you want to give, you can literally go here and contribute to this. And what I want to say here is when you contribute to us, I don't want to take your money for nothing. I actually give you back hundreds of dollars worth of gifts. So we give you back all the gifts here to become a truth freedom and health warrior. So for example, if you contribute a hundred or more, you get not only to contribute, but you get to become a member of the truth freedom and health warrior movement. So it's up to you, um, but do so if you wish to, but it's a way for you to be part of this revolutionary approach 
to doing science, science by the people for the people. Okay. Let me see if there's any questions. Um, Hey, Dr. Shiva, sorry I'm late, but go back and watch. That's a good idea. You can watch this. Um, Someone says, if you see any proofreading mistakes, please email me and we will fix them. Thank you. Um, In silico is greater than in vitro animal testing. Yep. Um, What about asparagus? Someone wants to know. Sure, we can test that. Um, But think about what we can do is with this capability now, we can literally do, you can be a research director. You can send us an email, say, I want you guys to do this research. I'm willing to go crowdsource and we'll go do that research. So it's not waiting for the government to do it. We do direct research using this infrastructure. Most importantly, I want all of you to learn the science of systems. We've created a whole educational platform. We've created a community and we've created an activism movement. So uh, before I come back to close, um, I want all of you to go to truthfreedomhealth.com. Become a warrior scholar, learn the science of systems, or just support research, or just keep watching videos, whatever you want to do. So let me just play the uh, video, which will tell you what is a truth, freedom, and health movement, and how you can be part of it, and all the different things that you get when you become a part of it. Hello, this is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Welcome to VA Shiva, the platform of education, technology, and activism, so you may raise your consciousness to win the truth, freedom, and health you need to create the future you deserve. The VA Shiva platform provides this truth, freedom, health warrior scholars the following three capabilities. Number one, an ultimate education that is based on the science of systems. Number two, technologies to empower you to take charge of your health, as well as social media tools, independent of big tech, so you can connect with other incredible truth, freedom, health warrior scholars equally dedicated like you to winning truth, freedom, and health. Three, instruments for activism so you become a beacon of light in your online and offline community to educate others' growth and advancement. VA Shiva provides you the foundations of the science of systems, the ultimate education. The science of systems provides you the missing fundamental scientific knowledge to understand every system in and around you. The science of systems will enable you to uncover the real problem and real solution in any situation and on any issue. Concerning the educational component, first you will receive direct access to me to learn the science of systems in my three-hour live private online group class that I run every week. Second, you will have access to archived lectures so you can continue your education independent of me. Third, you can test your proficiency in learning the fundamental principles and get a formal certification for the foundations of systems. Independent of this classroom education, you will receive also four important books. The first book is the best-selling classic Systems and Revolution from which you can learn all of these concepts and more. The second book is the science of everything that will educate you on how the science of systems is the foundational knowledge of every system in the universe. The third book, Your Body, Your System, focuses on how to understand the interplay of these systems within your own body. And then the fourth book, Your System, Your Life, will help you apply these principles to other aspects of your life, such as running a business, understanding relationships, and more. Beyond the curriculum and books, the second capability is the technologies that you will be afforded. One of them is a powerful Your Body, Your System software, which is an online laboratory where you can use your body as a system to further deepen your understanding of the science of systems. The tool allows you to understand what kind of system you are. Is your system on course or is it off course? And how the inputs of food, supplements, herbs, activities such as sleep, yoga, meditation, exercise can affect your body to bring it back on course. Finally, to support your education, I've also included a seminal scientific paper that I wrote which will help you understand that the knowledge of systems it does not only originate in the modern world starting in the 1920s and 30s, but it actually dates back 10 to 20,000 years and intersects directly with the foundations of Eastern systems of medicine. In addition to this, you will also get two scientific papers sharing how the science of systems can also be used to apply to understanding how food is medicine. One paper exposes turmeric from the molecular systems level and how it affects your body. The other paper explores ginger and how that affects your body. That's just the educational piece. As you raise your consciousness through this education, you will likely want to connect with other Truth Freedom Health Warrior Scholars in an environment where you can connect and build community. To support that, I've also created two powerful social media tools. One of them is a VA Shiva forum. Here you can start discussions. You can pose questions and meet others and have healthy debates. The other is VA Shiva social where you can create your own profile, your own presence like other major social media tools. However, it is independent of big tech. You can use VA Shiva social to interconnect with your fellow Truth Freedom Health Warrior scholars and build community. Beyond the education capability and the social media capability, the platform also enables you to take action by disseminating your knowledge on the ground and into your local online and offline communities. 
powerful educational cards and research are included so you can pass these cards to your friends and neighbors that provide them summarized content which further directs them to online research and education. In addition to this, the activism component also provides you many, many short one-minute educational video content, memes, and text allowing you to quickly craft messages for your Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and other pages so you can deliver content to educate others and drive them to longer educational posts on VA Shiva. VA Shiva is fundamentally an enabling platform for you to get the truth, freedom, and health you deserve through education, technology, and activism. I hope you become a truth, freedom, and health warrior scholar today. Thank you. All right, everyone, I hope that was helpful. And uh, this was one of our science presentations. Tomorrow we'll be coming back with looking at something in the political world. Uh, again, taking a systems approach. So please take advantage of Truth, Freedom and Health, the movement. Go to truthfreedomhealth.com and uh, keep an eye out. Thank you, everyone. Have a good evening.